One thing that's interesting about American English is that we like it simple. We like English to be easy. But the irony is that double T sounds turning into a D sound presents a lot of confusion for English language learners whose first language is not English. In this lesson, we're talking about the phonetic phenomenon called flap T. And in phonetics and phonology, we can refer to it as flap or tap. So get ready because we're starting now. We'll be right back after this short break. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Notice that in American English we do not say water or waiter or butter, right? Americans say water, waiter, and butter. Head scratcher, right? Okay, well, we don't pronounce the T. Instead, we say these words with a D sound in a few scenarios, and I'm going to explain. It's a lot easier to pronounce these words with a D sound, right? And I mentioned earlier that we like things easy. We want the easy way out. It takes way less energy for our lips, our tongue, our throat, and our mouth to say water as opposed to water, water, okay? So that's one thing. So this makes it a lot easier for us to speak that. It takes way less energy and it's more effortless. And that's the way we like it. So now the question is, is there a rule for when to use the T sounds or the flap T sound? When do we use what? As is common in English, there are definitely exceptions to the rules. So let me repeat that one more time for the people in the back. There are exceptions to these rules. So please keep that in mind. Generally speaking, flap T occurs in the following situations. One, T is a flap T when it is between two vowel sounds or diphthongs. So examples of this are the name Katie, 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 city, city, beautiful, beautiful, little, little, data, data, pudding, pudding. And not pudding that we eat, but pudding, putting something down, okay? So now, the exception to this rule, what would that be? So what I just shared with you as the rule is true. However, we pronounce the T as a true T sound, meaning a T sounds like a T, when there is primary stress on the vowel that T starts with, meaning when the T sound starts as a stressed syllable like in obtain, obtain, attain, attach, attempt, etc. Okay, so there, in those situations, I could hear 
the T. And that's what we mean by true T. Okay, rule number two. T is a flap T after an R sound, but before a vowel or a diphthong. So examples of this are started, started, party, party, 30, 30, smarty, smarty, like smarty pants. That's a little expression we have in English. Dirty, dirty, right? So flap T sound, meaning a D sound. Now, the exception to this rule, it will be a true T sound if the T begins with a stressed syllable, right? A syllable, vowel, right? Meaning there is primary stress on the vowel sound or diphthong that comes right after the T. So examples of this are in participate, 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 right? We have primary stress on eh, participate, and then partake, partake. So we have a diphthong there, e, e, partake. And that's where we have primary stress on that diphthong, partake. Okay, so exceptions. Rule number three, flap T can appear across word boundaries and can even happen when the syllable in a following word is stressed. There can also be flapping sounds in linking words such as in the case of connected speech. We can hear the flapped sounds in the following word clusters. A great deal of, a great deal of, a great deal of, a great deal of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a bit of, a bit of, a bit of, about it, about it, about it. Put it on, put it on, put it on like put that hat on, right? Put it on. Head it in, head it in, head it in. Cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. All right, now I have a little note for the L1 Portuguese, Spanish, and Arabic speakers among us. A flap T sounds like an R in those three languages. So that's something to keep in mind. Just a little side note. We'll be right back after this short break. And another thing to keep in mind is that many Native American English speakers don't differentiate the pronunciation of ladder and ladder. Two different meanings, but the pronunciation is the same, even though they're spelled differently, right? We hear the D sound, ladder, ladder, metal and metal, leader and leader, like a leader of water and a leader as in someone who leads. Caddy and caddy. So, very interesting, right? And as you can see from the examples that I shared with you, flap T takes on a unique quality when it comes after a vowel or a diphthong or an R sound and before an unstressed syllable. In phonetic transcription, we represent the alveolar tap or flap with the symbol, right? And this is an R, kind of looks like an R as you can see in IPA. The way our mouths and tongue produce this sound is like a D, except that our tongue touches very, very subtly and flaps against the alveolar ridge very quickly. You can barely feel it. You can understand what this feels like if you say this word that I'm about to share with you two different ways. So take party, 
for example, okay? Party, that's the way we pronounce it in American English. But if we were to say party, party, pronouncing the T, which we don't do in American English, but just for the sake of an example, just bear with me, party. And now say it immediately following that, say party, party, right? Where you're actually producing the flap. So first say party, then say party. Party, 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 party. You can barely feel the flap against the alveolar ridge because it is so brief. Now, where is the alveolar flap? Some of you may or may not know, but if you wanted to find the alveolar ridge, then you can actually feel it with your tongue. So it's right behind your two upper teeth or your upper teeth, and if there's a little bump behind your front teeth, that is where your tongue is touching ever so slightly, ever so lightly to make that flap T sound. Okay, so now that we know where it is in our mouth and you can even feel it, try to locate it, right? Something protruding there, right? You can feel that bump. That's what you are touching with your tongue when you make a D sound, flap T sound. Okay, so now with that in mind, do the exercise I just gave you with the distinction between party and party. Party, party. Now I want you to try and visualize that gentle alveolar ridge flap, tapping that area with your tongue very, very gently. You may or may not be able to feel it, but let's try. Party, no alveolar tapping. Party, party, party. There's a tapping there. The question is, can you feel it? But you know now that in your mouth, it feels very different to say party and party. So the mechanics are pretty cool, wouldn't you say? This is something that native American English speakers wouldn't really even think twice about, much like you pronounce things in your native language without even thinking about and why you pronounce it that way and what environments you pronounce it that way, much less the mechanics behind pronouncing it that way, right? But I really would like to stress the mechanics of it because understanding not only the sounds but also the mechanics and how to produce these sounds with our mouth and our tongue and our throat can be extremely helpful when mastering a language, when improving articulation, when reducing accent, if that's something that you are making as your goal, but overall becoming more intelligible in the language, right? Intelligibility is the ability to be understood by people. And again, that's the goal. I wouldn't recommend the goal to be completely eliminating your accent unless that's really what you want to do and that's what you've decided your goal should be. But in my opinion, the goal should be to be easily understood. And that's what intelligibility is all about. And intelligibility can be achieved with or without an accent. So just keep that in mind. All right, so there it is, a nice overview of the flap T sound, which is the flap or gentle tap. And we looked at the rules of this phonetics phenomenon, as in what environments it occurs in, some of the exceptions to the rules, because as you know in English, there are always exceptions. And so now I'd like for you to practice these sounds. You'll know that you're doing it correctly if your mouth, your throat, 
and your tongue get tired. That's because you're activating different muscles in your mouth and your face and your throat, and so it might be different from what sounds you're used to producing in the languages that you speak. And so if you're getting tired, that's a good sign. Over time, with more practice, you'll get less tired and the flap tea will become a more natural sound to you. Eventually, it'll just happen automatically without even giving too much thought to it. So, I want to encourage you that you're well on your way. Keep up the awesome work. You're doing really well. All right, advanced English learners, thank you so much for joining me and tuning into this lesson. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it was helpful. Let me know if you'd like more pronunciation lessons like this. And definitely be sure to give us a big thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Join our newsletter on our blog at advancedenglish.co. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, be sure to leave a review. That really helps us out. And you can leave up to five stars. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, I will see you in the next Advanced English lesson where we're going to continue advancing your English together. Until then, keep up the awesome work, and I will see you soon.